Welcome to Action Chapel International. We are one church in many locations worldwide. We are so excited that you took the time to join us today to feed on God's word and to enrich your spirit. We know that your life will never be the same. Now please join us for this powerful message. These are days to demonstrate faith, trust, and believe in the living God like never before. And to all members of Action, I encourage you to make sure that you attend the home sales in your community. We have home sales in every community, in the city, and in the country. Please reach out, call the call center, find out where the home cell is in your community, and be part of the brethren. These are days to continue in fellowship. Continue in prayer to continue in breaking bread with one another like never before. We need to stay connected because one of the strategies of the adversary is to have you isolated and isolation leads to elimination. That's why we need to attack this coronavirus with every faith in God and with every prayer like never before for it to come to a halt and disappear from the face of the earth. And I believe God that to everything there is an end. To everything there is an end. And to this coronavirus also there is an expiry date. And we enforce the expiry date. Command it to end in the name of Jesus. To expire and not to advance any further. I've been thinking, meditating, and praying as I interact and talk to people all across the globe. I feel the pain, and I feel the worry, and I feel the fears of so many people. The fear, the worry, the anxiety, the uncertainty of wives, of husbands, of fathers, of mothers, of single parents trying to pay their children's school fees, managing the challenges of the day, and suddenly this whole virus comes to create situations and circumstances nobody can make sense out of. People are not prepared and ready for times like this. But in the mix of all of this, we need to ask some questions. Are we ready for the coming of the Lord? Are we ready for the rapture? If a virus can create such a situation such fears, anxiety, unrest, panic, and fear of the unknown. Can you imagine what happens when Jesus appears in the clouds of glory? And the fact of the matter is that you don't have to believe it. It's going to happen. 
Everything the Bible has predicted has happened. Jesus predicted that there will be pestilence in the last days. Paul said there will be perilous times. God said in the beginning, in the Garden of Eden, he said, from dust camest thou unto dust shalt thou return. Before then, nobody ever died. Adam didn't die, and the wife Eve did not die. But as a result of that word, from dust camest thou unto dust shalt thou return. Men and women, great and small, have died and are still dying every day. They died because God said so. And I'm telling you that Jesus is coming again because God said so and it's recorded in the Bible and it cannot be erased nor changed. Are you ready to meet your creator? Are you ready for your maker? If a virus can do this to us, if a virus can cripple the entire economy of the nations of our world and no human weapon and ammunition can dismantle it, can you imagine what will happen to a world without the church, without God, without prayer, without believers, without faith people? You know, each day I'm working on myself. For the Bible says, work in your own salvation. Work out your own salvation with fear and with trembling. Working on myself and on my salvation every day. So I can be worthy of that day and I can be ready. The day that the master steps out of eternity into time and appears in the clouds of glory that wherever we are that we will be ready for that moment and as soon as the church gets out of here ladies and gentlemen the world have never seen anything yet there will be such perilous times such difficult times and plagues read Matthew 24 this is not just any prophet talking. This is Jesus himself telling us things that will befall the world and those who serve not God. Let these times draw you closer to God than ever before. Instead of being afraid, run to God. Take refuge in God. Because he can either draw you closer to God or away from God. It can make you better or bitter. You know, I was looking at Daniel, the 11th chapter, the other day in the 32nd verse, and he talks about those who do know their God shall be strong and will do exploits. So these are days to know God. These are days to experience God. These are days to encounter God. It's easy for everybody to talk about God and your faith in God when everything is okay. But it is when you face dangerous times, difficult times like this, times of turbulence, you need to fasten your seatbelt and you need to hold on 
to the knowledge of the God you know. The prophet Daniel said, the people, the nation, the individuals, the families, the wives, the husbands, the children, governments, politicians, medical practitioners, lawyers, bankers, businessmen and women, whatever your profession is, you will be strong in your profession and you will do exploit in the face of adversity. In the face of coronavirus, you will still do exploit. But what gives you the audacity and the capability to be strong in difficult times like this and to still make a difference and to be a game changer is the knowledge of God. Please take time to know him. And you can't know him without knowing his word. You can't know him without knowing his word. Because the word reveals who he is. The word tells you of his nature, of his character, and of the way he operates. Let this time in the history of humanity that will be talked about decades and generations from today we will tell our kids and our kids kids about this coronavirus and we will tell them what it did to humanity and what it did to the nations of the world and how great and small and kingdoms crumbled and bowed their knees and how others stood strong and tall in the face of it all because of the knowledge of God. Do you know God? Your day, Paul said in the book of Timothy, 2 Timothy 1:12, he said, I know in whom I have believed, have believed. He said, I know in whom I have believed. Then he said, because I know him, I am persuaded. I am persuaded. I am convicted or I have a conviction that he that I know is able to preserve and to keep that which I have committed into his hands against that day of his appearance. Do you know him? It is knowing him having knowledge of who he is, having an experience of him and an encounter with him that gives you the audacity to say what Paul said, I know in whom I have believed. And I am persuaded. I challenge you to be persuaded of your God. Have knowledge of him in times like this like never before. I said to you yesterday, as Paul said, I commend you unto the word of God, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all saints. The word builds up. It reveals who God is. It reveals his power, his ability to deliver. That's why the three Hebrew young men were not afraid. 
And they said, King, we know our God is able to deliver any will. You need to have knowledge of this God we're talking about. We're talking about the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who is a good God, but he's also a God of judgment. And today I'm not talking to you about the judgment of God. It's reserved for when Jesus comes. A day will come when believers will be judged not to be cast into hell, but with what they did with the talents, giftings, anointings and our bodies and the time and the resources given unto us to advance the ministry. And in these times, I want to also encourage Christians because I've been told that there's a believer out there that after this virus, an experience come to an end that the world will be financially bankrupt. I don't believe that. I don't believe it. I believe that nations will still move on. Yeah, the gold and oil and diamonds won't disappear from the face of the earth. They'll still be here. But some will be poor and some will be rich. And that is the way it has been. The rich becomes richer and the poor becomes poorer. It's just what it is. Because it's easier to be poor than it is to be rich. It takes hard work, the diligent. And he who is diligent will stand before kings. But I believe that there are good times and difficult times ahead. It all depends on who you are serving and who your God is. In the book of Exodus chapter 10 from the 21st verse to the 23rd verse, the Bible said that for there was darkness in the land of Egypt for three days. But the children of Israel had light in their dwellings. And God does make a difference between those who serve him and those who serve him not. Yeah. He'll make a difference between light and darkness, the righteous and the unrighteous. God is an expert and a master of doing that. And in times and moments like this, he draws the line between those who serve him and those who serve him. That's why I'm challenging and encouraging you, draw closer to God like never before. Instead of feeding on your fears and on what everybody is saying about the outcome of this virus and the nations of the world, hear me, you can catch it anywhere with anybody. Somebody came to see me yesterday and I said, where, did you, where have you been? Who and who and who did you shake, talk to, met on the way before you got to my office? And I just laughed in my head. He laughed and I laughed. And I said to myself, you know what? It's amazing that this would take only God. Because you can be with one person. Unless you and the person are staying in the same room 365 days if it takes that long, which it won't anyway because we are praying. That unless the person is with you 24-7, every second, every moment, how are you going to deal with Somebody just went out to the grocery shop or went to the, the pharmacy or something. Do you know who they met? What they touched? It just doesn't make sense. So let's take all the precautions that are required. But having faith in God, I'm telling you, is the key. 
Having faith in God, trusting in God, and not being afraid. Not being afraid. Not being afraid of dying. Not being afraid of dying. It's very important. Tomorrow I'll be talking to you about confidence. Confidence. Courage. We need courage in moments like this. God made a difference between the children of Israel and the Egyptians. There was light in the dwellings of the children of Israel. In Goshen, I extend to you the catechesis of the Goshen blessing and the Goshen experience in times like this. That you and my house will be exempted from the effect and the power of the coronavirus. That it won't touch you. That you will not meet or contact any carrier of this virus. That it shall be far from our dwellings and the borders of our country. That it will be far from Ghana, Africa, Europe, Asia, North America, South America. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, it's exciting when Job said the other day, after nine months of affliction, nine months of affliction, lost ten of his kids, all of them. A multi-millionaire became bankrupt overnight. Do you know how many people and businesses that were loaded that are becoming bankrupt overnight as a result of this virus? It's amazing. And those who trusted in the arm of flesh and those who trusted in men and had no regard for God and had no regard for others. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the day and the time to turn to God. Turn to God. Run to God. Take refuge in the Lord. Don't kill yourself. Don't kill yourself. Forgive yourself. Change your attitude towards God and man. And realize that everything in life have an expiry date. And the way this virus has been handled, the effect of it suddenly tells humanity like Solomon said, all is vanity. All is vanity. There are people who have private jets and it's packed. They can't fly anywhere. The captains won't fly. And even if they fly, where are you going? Nations are not allowing people to come to their countries. It's amazing of what's going on. At the end of the day, it's God and God alone that matters in times like this. Job, nine months of affliction. The wife said to him, why don't you curse this, your God? You have faith in and die. Please don't curse God. Don't blame God. You know, in times like this, people ship blames to God. Why have you allowed this to happen? Why have you allowed this? Why have you allowed? God doesn't allow bad things to happen to us. There are rules of engagement. There are protocols in life. 
Then all of this, then even more than this virus, according to Jesus, Matthew 24, will come. But God has promised to spare his children. Yeah, in Malachi 3, 17 to 18, he talks about, I will spare in the day that I make my jewels. I will spare he that serves me. A son that serves his father. Yeah, I will spare those who serve me. I will make a difference between those who serve me and those who serve me not. I will put a difference or make a difference between those who serve me and those who don't serve me. So please serve the Lord. And to all of you believers and members of the Action family, I'd like to encourage you also to keep giving. Keep giving. Give online. Give by mobile money. Go online. The Fidelity app and things. You can pay your tithe. You can give through that. You can drive to the church here and put it in the draw box. Don't keep, don't keep it. It's not yours. It's the Lord's. Anytime you hold on to your seed, you hold on to your harvest. When you hold back your seed, you are denying yourself of harvest. The Bible said that and Isaac sowed in that land. In that land. And in the same year, Genesis 26, in the same year, he reaped a hundredfold. There is a hundredfold harvest for you 2020, irrespective of what is happening. But what guarantees and secures that harvest is that seed of yours. Don't eat it. Don't keep it. Don't hold on to it. Release that seed. And anytime you give and you tithe, you are making a statement that God, you are my source. My job is not my source. My income is not my source. My business is not my source. God is my source and my stronghold. That is what giving means. That is what tithing means. That in the times of difficulties and famines, no matter what, that you will keep on tithing and you will keep on giving and keep on proclaiming and making this statement that God is my source. That is why we give. That is why we tithe. To make a statement to God in heaven and to all the principalities and the powers and the dominions of our time that God is our source. When there was nothing in the land of Israel in those days of farming, the prophet went by the brook and there he was preserved. God supplied food, his need, twice a day. The Bible said God knows them that are his. And he said that the foundation of the Lord is sure. Nevertheless, let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. So let's depart from iniquity. Let's depart from unrighteousness for God knows them that are his. We are marked by the blood of Jesus. You have a mark of God upon your life and God will spare them that are his and serve him. Please find ways and means to serve the Lord. Even in times like this, like never before, find ways and means to serve him because he promised to spare the son that serves him. That's right. That's why I'm still preaching and I ain't stopping. I keep preaching this gospel of Jesus Christ and proclaim the word of God 
until that glorious day for it is written the night cometh when no man can work. Those that know their God will be strong and do exploits. The revelation of your God, the knowing of who God is and what he's capable of doing will strengthen your hands and your knees in times like this and will empower you and enable you to still do exploit. Even in difficult times like this, we can do better than before. Yes, believe that. Believe that after this whole difficult time has ended, that you will still do well in life. But why do you want to do well? If you want to do well to serve God, then it's good. He'll help you. If you want to be blessed, to be a blessing to God's business, he will help you. If you want to have money to advance the ministry, the business of God, and advance his work, touch people, help humanity, he will help you. I encourage you to know him. And you know him by his word. So take time to hear the word. Stay connected to the preachings that will be coming to you on social media, on DTV. If you're watching DTV, we are on 364, 364 on DSTV, Dominion Television. 364 will be coming to you. Go on my Facebook, Instagram, and contact me on Twitter and your life will never be the same again. The Bible said when men are cast down, then shalt thou say, there is a lifting up, Job 22, 29. Many will fall. Cast down means many will fall. Many will be down. But when others are down, are incapacitated, bedridden, with a feeling and a sense of hopelessness and powerlessness and in the states of perplexities, you will boldly proclaim that the Lord is the lifter up of my head. The Lord is a shield about you, your glory, and the lifter up of your head. May you be lifted. May you be exalted. May you be promoted. Even in these difficult times, I pray that you will become a game changer. I pray that you become a wonder. A wonder to your world. A wonder to your nation. A wonder to your community. Yes. That you become a, a, a sign and a miracle to your generation. That you become a mystery. A mystery that people will not be able to predict you. That when people think you are finished and you are down, that God will give you another chance. That God will disappoint the expectation of those who are waiting for your day of destruction and demise. Let that day never come. May the Lord show you and cause you to see his goodness in the land of the living. 
And I pray that you will see sweet victories this year, this year, 2020, that you will see sweet victories and that the, our nation, Ghana and Africa, the Middle East, Asia, North America, Europe, South America, will recover, will recover from this deadly virus. Will recover from the financial hardships and that leaders of nations and countries will be given wisdom above their years. That they will receive inspiration, illumination, light from above to see what others are not seeing. To take decisions and make choices that will cause their economies to go to prosper and their countries to go forward. And that God will fill the heart of leaders with love and compassion for, the, for country and for people like never before. That it will not be about just them and their families anymore, but they will think about others and care for the perishing, the poor, the elderly, and the kids, and single mothers, and pregnant women. And if leaders will do this, God will show them and their house great messages. And they will be remembered by generations to come and the leaders that will care and will make decisions to make sure that when this deadly virus ends that people suffering will be taken care of that provision be made to help people come back to help people find their ways and their feet that those leaders will rise up on the right side of history and not on the wrong side of history. But those who will hoard money and will hold back their compassion and will stand aside and allow people to suffer and to die, they will rise up on the wrong side of history. It's just a matter of time. But I pray that we'll develop deep compassion, reaching out to one another, helping people, feeding the poor, sharing with others what we have. Share your food. Share what you have. Give some to others. Not everybody has what you have. And that's why you are blessed. God said to Abraham, I will bless you so you can be a blessing. Let's learn to be a blessing in difficult times like this. People will appreciate your kindness if you just share a little bit with others. Take your time and call people and just check on them and pray for them. Even if they are cold and they are not nice, there are people like that. You call them, you try to check on them and they are not nice at all. It doesn't matter. Keep on showing love. Keep on overcoming evil with good. Yeah. Keep on giving. Bless and curse not. And it will pay off. In conclusion, I want to remind you again of my key scripture. Daniel 11.32 Those Will be strong and do exploit. I pray for you that you'll be strong, that you do exploit. I pray for this 
nation Ghana. And I pray for the nations of Africa and Europe, the Middle East, Asia, North America, and South America, and other countries and nations of our world, cities and communities, that by the revelation of God, by acknowledging God, the Creator, and acknowledging the fact that the heavens do rule in the affairs of man, that individuals, families, nations, communities, and churches will become strong and that will do exploit even in times like this that will be innovative, thinking out of the box, taking decisions to better the life and the living standard of our people. May our nation be great and strong and may we, even in difficult times like this, still do exploit in our economy, in all sectors of life and governance. I pray for the peace of your mind. I pray for the healing of your emotions. I pray for the healing and the recovery of every organ of your body. I pray and declare that you will not be sick. You will not be incapacitated. You will not be bedridden. And you will not die prematurely. I speak by the power of Jesus' name and dismiss the stink of death, the virus of death, the power of death to have no hold on anyone under the sound of my voice. From Africa to Europe, from Asia to North America, and from North America to South America and to the Middle East. In the name of Jesus. And I pray that God will make a way out for you. Especially for single mothers. Yeah. Nursing mothers. And for families. Who don't know what to do. You are caught in a high and a hard place. You don't have answers. Can't make sense out of the present circumstances you find yourself in. You don't have house help carrying all the burden all alone by yourself but I promise you there's a way out and there's an end to everything hope thou in God believe in God as difficult as it is everything has an expiry date and an end and these two will pass until I come your way again tomorrow feed your doubts Starve your doubts and feed your faith. Starve your fears. Don't feed your fears. Kill it. Starve it. Let it die. But feed your faith. Feed your courage and confidence in God. May the Lord grant you and your house the peace that passes all understanding and satisfy you and all that concerns you with long life and show you his salvation in the name of him who laid in the grave and arose triumphant on the third day and ascended far above all the heavens and far above all principalities and powers he that is seated on the right hand of God the Father in his name 
I command your goings and your comings to be blessed. In his name, I declare that you are more than a conqueror. In his name, I declare you a winner. In his name, be blessed. Amen. We know that you were blessed by that message, and we look forward to sharing God's word with you once again. For more information on this and many other Action Chapel International products and messages, you may visit our Dominion Bookshop located on the premises of Action Chapel, Spintex Road. Or you may call our offices on 030-701-1851. Or you may also visit us online at www.actionchapel.net. Once again, thank you for joining us today. And may your life continue to be changed in God's presence.